Yeah, I've uh, I, I I fake it on the bike. You know, I've I've done a couple of Ironman and half Ironmans, and then I did this one uh, 200 plus mile. So I yeah I I enjoy cycling. And the future of Ironmans with you? I you know. I, I was really passionate about it in my uh, 40s. I, I, the ground has gotten a lot harder, I've noticed, <laughs> the older I get. It's always cool in Mesa. Yes, it is. It's always cool in Mesa. Yeah. Forget the degrees and just remember this, please. I say it's always cool in Mesa. We've got quite a few world-class things in Mesa a world-class art center, Asian district, and sunsets, to name just a few. Add this to the bunch, the Haas Trail System, a network of desert trails attracting mountain bikers from across the country. Hikers and horseback riders enjoy it too. The story of how Haas Trail came to be, and almost didn't come to be, is one for the ages. It's Always Cool in Mesa, Season 2, Episode 6, The Haas Trail Miracle. It's always cool in Mesa. Just in time for spring break, Visit Mesa is launching the City Limitless Beers and Brews Tour. This digital passport invites folks to discover Mesa's thriving downtown pub crawl and gourmet coffee scene. To get the digital passport, go to visitmesa.com. Visitors and locals can log in for discounts and special seasonal offers. And to earn prizes, use your smartphone to check in at each location. City Limitless Beers and Brews Tour, brought to you by Visit Mesa. Recently, there was a big gathering at a park in East Mesa. Lots of laughter, back slapping, refreshments, and games. The bottom of the bat is on the grass. The top of the bat is on your helmet. You spin around five times, and then you go. You've seen this. The object is to get the contestants good and dizzy before they run. All right, when you hear the gong, you go. Except in this case, the contestants, all grown-ups, jump on impossibly tiny bicycles and pedal to the finish line. Oh, 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 yo, oh! These happy people call themselves Hazaholics. It's not a 12-step program. It's a group of people, mostly mountain bikers, who are devoted to the Haas Trail System. And Justin tried really hard. Never heard of the Haas Trail System? It's just one more thing about Mesa that's not only cool, but truly world-class. But don't take the word of the cheerleader-in-chief about it. Here's cycling enthusiast and Mesa resident Tommy Stapley. People who know this system are going to rank it as high as some of these like world-renowned systems. I mean, the topography and the views and the terrain that we have out there now you know, over 50 miles of trails that are that are fully rideable at this point is truly world-class. And Tommy would know. He's tackled a lot of world-class trails, and he's a founding member of the Haas Trail Alliance, a nonprofit that not only saw the serious challenges facing the trail system, but helped implement solutions. I recently spoke with Tommy and the other founding members, Grant Taylor and Mike Norberg. Apparently, you that you guys do this 365 days a year. Tom, <laughs> Tommy just mentioned that you know at, uh, at 5 a.m. this morning, you know you were looking out at, at the sunrise. Uh, is, do you guys get sick of and tired of each other? I mean, do, do the... <laughs> so oh, I got this one. No. I got this one. The guy who's got this one—that's Mike Norberg. 
Grant is the he he's head headmaster man. Yeah. <laughs> yes, this guy oh, finishes yeah. on the podium, doesn't he? Oh yeah, yeah. it's podium yeah. or nothing, man. Yeah. Come on, and and he yeah. we're going to those races and we're like we're just glad to be here. And Grant's yeah. like, let's whiteboard it out. Who's doing what time? What's your lap? What's your Grant's competitors stalk his uh, stats because yeah. they're trying to get a competitive edge on him and they can't figure it out. And now that he's yeah. in the sixty plus range, man, he's crushing I, souls. You get the picture. Grant's the grizzled old master. Mike and Tommy are the slightly younger, humble apprentices. So why did the Haas Trail system need a Haas Trail alliance? To answer that, we have to go back in time. Here's old Grant Taylor. Back in 1989 is where it really got its start. And I think it started from AT&T putting a fiber optic line, and that kind of was the first trail that came off of Haas and that's where they would start to ride mountain bikes. Grant's talking about North Haas Road in East Mesa, which used to dead end against a mountain rise, just a stone's throw from government land, the Tonto National Forest. Tommy remembers it well. You'd get dropped off there and then someone's dad would pick you up on Power Road. So mountain biking was a thing when you were in high school? Yeah, there was no suspension. Mm, I yeah. mean, it was just essentially your paperboy bike with some meteor tires on it. So basically, riders like Tommy on his tricked-out three-speed were trespassing on government property. All of those trails out there are what was referred to as user-adopted trails, right? It's hikers and bikers were like slowly building little trails here and there. It wasn't really approved by the Forest Service, but it wasn't also like shut down by the Forest Service. And essentially, it just became really popular. And that entire area was referred to as the Hodge Trail system. Those were kind of adopted by the Forest Service and they actually became trail numbers on them. They adopted them, they were legal, but they were all built probably illegally. After all, providing trails and access to nature is Tonto's primary purpose. But during the time it took for two-wheelers with meteor tires to transform into engineering miracles, no one could predict how popular and also how abused the trails would become. Again, Mike Norberg. You would go out there, there was the signage that was there would be stolen or down, and you didn't know where you were. But that wasn't the only problem. Here's Grant. There was a lot of conflict. When you were out on your bike and you would run into a runner... They may not move off the trail. They may say, no, you've got to move. No, you've got to move. And there would be some people that would get really hot-headed and you'd get in some almost arguments out there and people would be upset. And we were also seeing a lot of illegal trails being built. Being built very poorly. Totally. Yeah. And they were, and, you know, pretty soon it would, it would, you would turn into a spaghetti bowl, quite frankly. Masses of noodle-shaped trails laid over one another with no rhyme or reason. We honestly knew that the Tonto was being made aware of those illegal trails. Mm -hmm. And we feared that there might be some repercussions that this trail system would be shut down. So so how do you fix that? How do you un, unspaghetti this bowl of noodles? We really needed to expand the trail system. And by expanding, they meant doubling. That would definitely spread out the users, but it would also accomplish something else. If I was the Apples and the Microsofts and the Boeings of the world, I would want this for my employees, you know? And so we thought, how do we create uh, this like world-class trail system that will be like a, a real big selling feature for Mesa? They wouldn't just fix it, they'd make it the best in the West. The Haas Trail Alliance began. Now it was time to find their allies. So, <laughs> 
That's a, that's a big deal. How do you even uh, begin? How, where do you even start with something like this? We, we met with Gary Hanna from Tano. He was the district ranger over this over this section of the National Forest. And we told him, Here, here's what we want to do. Here's why. Here's how we're going to do it. And he looked at us and he says, I'll never forget the quote. Where the hell have you been for 25 years? You were the answer to a lot of the problems. <laughs> no, honestly. With. But every public leader we met with from, you know, U.S. Senator Cinema mm-hmm. to to you, to the city council members, mm-hmm. to the Tonto, everyone we met was just like, what can I do? I mean, yeah. we met with Supervisor Chukri. That's former Maricopa County Board Supervisor Steve Chukri. And he looked at us, he goes, you guys need money? We didn't even ask. He gave us a $10,000 check without even asking. He's mm-hmm. just like, that was our this is money. fantastic. Yeah. First donation. The resistance came from an unlikely source, fellow riders. We had close friends on bike rides, like opposing us. He said, who are you guys? Who do you think you are? You know, we've been out here riding these trails forever. We love the way it is. What are you going to do? In fact, you're going to ruin it for us. Uh, You're going to put in these processes. It's not going to work. So they had doubts. So we had a lot of people that said, I'm going to stand back and wait and see what happens. And they said, I don't even want to be involved with these guys. So uh, at what point did you say, oh, my gosh, this is going to happen? I have one thing that comes to mind. It was a conversation with Gary Hanna, Tondo's Mesa District Ranger, the man who said, where have you guys been? He was grateful for their help, but at the same time... When you go to him and say, hey, we've got this idea, we're going to do this, they're a little bit skeptical, right? I mean, what, you're going to take over maintenance of these 30 miles of trails that we've got already? What are you talking about? He still kind of sat back and said, oh, I don't know. But Gary had a secret that could help with his doubts. So what he did is he pulled out of his hat without us knowing. He says, I've got about seven miles of trail that has already been approved that we've never had the capacity or labor to build. And we said, what the, you have trails? It would be an audition. This would be their chance to prove that they could deliver on their promise. They scheduled a volunteer workday. At the appointed hour, volunteers poured in like Amish neighbors for a barn raising. We were not prepared to take on 110 volunteers all at once. When everyone saw that all of a sudden there's these new trails, and it literally, it, it was, that was, it was the point. thing that lit the fire. And those naysayers came back and have jumped on board and said, hey, how can I be involved? The Alliance was on its way. Still, there was a lot of work ahead of them. The checklist was long. We went ahead and proposed to Tonto to become a true partner. We had individuals go out and walk all of these trails to get them recorded GPS. Then we went ahead and built out a master plan of trails. We hired Logan Simpson to do all of our EPA studies for all of those trails. Yeah, we had to have a public meeting, we had public input, we had to post it, they had to receive emails on, do you object to this as a public? Do you like it? What don't you like about it? And can I just add that when I uh, was talking to you guys during this time and you said, well, yeah, for, in order for us to go forward with this, we need to have this kind of a study and that kind of, you know, uh, I was thinking, wow, this is, I, I feel so bad for these guys. They're going to get so frustrated because it's going to take years, you know, 
And and then the next time I talked to you, you checked all the boxes. We've had other professionals, trail builders, people that have worked with other Forest Service in other states. They said what we have done, they have not seen happen in any less time than 10 years. Mm -hmm. And we were able to do it in about two. But Grant, Tommy, and Mike are clear-eyed about how that happened. The Tonal people are awesome right now. They are. And we want to give them credit. The group... Uh, Matt Lane, the district ranger that we have, all of those individuals are top-notch. We realize there's three of us and Crystal Petroselli, who's not here, is also on our board. It's not us. I I mean, it literally is. It's our board of supervisors. And then people that have given hundreds of hours, sweat, blood, building this stuff and and making it happen. Yeah, I think I'd I'd say to Tommy and Mike all the time, I said, if we didn't have the support, I would have given up on this a long time ago, but we've got so many people supporting us that make, it drives us, I gotta keep this going. If you haven't been out there, give it a try. Fair warning, you might become a hazaholic. It's a great way just to get out, get out in nature, uh, be part of the community. And it's so nice just to see how everyone is looking out for each other, helping each other. It's for all ages. I mean, that's the great thing about Hodge Trails is whether you're a beginner or double black diamond, we've got it all for you. It's the friendliest trail system in Arizona. You're gonna find a friend if you're riding alone. Every single day you can go out on the trail and you're gonna see strangers connecting and the only thing they have in common is riding the Haas Trail Network and their love of mountain biking. I mean, obviously we mountain bike it, but there is a ton of hiking and horseback riding and everything like that. I love Haas Trails. They're, they're maintained amazingly. It's just a good, fast, flowy, fun trail system. So my, my favorite is one of our newest trails, Big Sister. Sunset Ridge. Diamond Point Run or Take Me to the River. Mineshaft Trail, definitely. Out of all the trails in the valley, I would say the camaraderie and the atmosphere here is awesome. Just the amount of attention they take to the trails and the community around it, I, I think that's the biggest thing. I enjoy overlooking the Salt River and seeing wild horses and bald eagles and it's pretty damn majestic, man. What they do out there is, is pretty darn cool, though. It's, it's, they've done a great job. Yes, they have. They built an alliance. They unspaghettied the spaghetti bowl, and they created an adventure masterpiece. To the grizzled old master and his two young apprentices, and to everyone who threw their backs into this world-class treasure, thank you. You just made Mesa a whole lot cooler. There's a great map of the whole trail system on the Haas Trail Alliance webpage. If you want to see how mountain bikes looked back in the day and how they've changed through the years, there's a great link in the show notes. Also, thanks to Mike Norberg and friends, we've posted some amazing trail photos on the podcast webpage. Thanks for joining us. If you're enjoying the podcast, please share it with a friend.